is real with yours truly, Juan Martinez, a.k.a. Dr. Love. And I'm Stephanie Rave. And, uh, man, I just want to say thank you to all the supporters who keep supporting us. Without you, we could not do what we do on the radio and reach all the prisons and all mm. the places that we do reach. So thank you. And shout out to everyone who subscribes on YouTube. We appreciate the support. The, everyone who watches us on Facebook Live on Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Those are always fun and interactive. So yeah. thank you guys for su subscribing, liking, and, and commenting, letting us know where you're listening from. Yeah, go check it out. Go mm -hmm. check it out, man. You know, and a lot of times... Uh, we bring guests, but we also just have people from the house. Mm -hmm. You know, Pastor Todd had to correct this one time because we were like, hey, a guest. He's like, by now, y'all know me. <laughs> and so uh, uh, with us today, we have Pastor Todd Holtz. Woo! How's it going? And we have Miss Pastor. I would say Miss Pastor. Pastor Miss. <laughs> Pastor Megan McCullough. <laughs> also, CEO. Now, also uh, <laughs> does Heels to Halos. Uh, yeah. The founder of C uh, the founder and CEO mm -hmm. of Heels to Halos. Yeah. You guys are going to like Canada. 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 I'm kind of like, man. Canada, April. eh? I'm wow. like, why should they invite eh? us? You know I'm going to come back saying, hey, eh? Yeah, kind of eh. eh. You probably will. <laughs> it's only so, four days, five days. You can't have cool, that though. much of an impact. Oh, yeah, of course. I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you put Pastor, you put Pastor Juan like, in the country for an hour, and he's like, y'all. <laughs> so it, yep. it will, Instantly. Megan. It will. Oh, yeah. I'd be wearing the little leaf yeah. thing, you know, and hockey. Comes back with maple syrup. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so that's really good, man, that you're going to yeah. go over there and scatter seed. Mm -hmm. yes. And so I'm going to read two verses. I'm just going to read two verses, and then we're, what we're going to do is we're going to dialogue about reaping yeah. and sowing. Mm -hmm. I, I truly believe um that that is a principle that god um has placed in the word uh it's a farming agricultural principle but yeah. i i believe that it is also very much a christian principle for us to really understand how the kingdom of god works and so i got two scriptures here one is second corinthians 9 6 it says whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly mm -hmm. and whoever sows generously will also reap generously mm -hmm. which um you know we say that as like a financial mm -hmm. uh thing but you can also utilize that if you so love generously you also mm -hmm. reap. okay and then the next one is do not be deceived this is galatians 6 7 mm -hmm. do not be deceived for god cannot be mocked a man reaps what he sows a man reaps what he sows mm -hmm. so so, so what do you guys think when you hear those verses? And what's the first thing that speaks to you when you think about reaping and sowing? Mm -hmm. You want to start, Pastor Todd? Um, yeah, I, I can start. First of all, I think when I think of reaping and sowing, you already said it. We can't confuse that as a money thing. Yeah. It's a principle of life. Um, the fact of the matter is when we look at reaping and sowing, it is, it is how God created the world or how he created us. Uh, even uh, when we look at our salvation, yeah. our salvation was God planting the seed Jesus in order to redeem humanity yeah. and to harvest humanity. And so uh, it's not just uh, something that we deal with in, in, in our money, but in every aspect of our lives, we, we reap what we sow. Ms. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Megan. The interesting thing is whenever you hear that statement, it's usually coming from a worldly context. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it is Explain. biblical. So when you hear somebody or you're in the world, you always hear them say, you're going to reap what you sow mm -hmm. if you've done them wrong or you've done oh, them yeah. dirty. Like karma, like karma. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's the same. Around, comes around. It's yeah, almost yeah, yeah. like mm -hmm. it's been 
now used as the same concept as karma mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when it is totally 100% biblical that yeah. we do reap yeah. what we sow but we use it in a negative form mm -hmm. yeah. all the time or in that money form to be able to say oh you're going to get yours mm -hmm. or you're going to get what is coming to yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. but as you were talking about on Sunday that when we're scattering the seed depending on the type of ground it falls on whether mm. it's hard ground if it's soft ground if it's fertile ground yeah. fertile ground is that heart mm -hmm. that good, like what yeah. posture is your heart when that seed falls to be able to receive it mm -hmm. to grow those roots mm -hmm. that are going to blossom into whatever it is God has but those are also things the conversations that we have with our co-workers mm -hmm. the way that we're raising our children if we're responding in a way that's snapping at them or in patience. And then we wonder when they're 16, 17 years old and we ask them to do something and they respond with the same way. Well, where'd you get that from? Well, you, we've, as parents have been sowing that into them mm -hmm. for the past 10 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it can be, don't grow weary in doing good either. Yeah. Because there's seeds that we're scattering that are good. But one question I ask myself, especially with Heels to Halos and ministering to people, are you okay with not seeing the harvest mm -hmm. of the seeds that you're planting? Yeah. It's really good. Because we're selfish by nature, but renewing our mind on a daily basis to have the heart of the Father so that as we're scattering that seed, are we okay with never seeing the harvest and walking away? Yeah, yeah. it's really good. Mm -hmm. That's good. It's I think of a couple of things. Um, you know, when you were talking, obviously, I think of when we think of reaping and sowing i think of the ground also mm -hmm. right because it is so important the ground that the seeds are falling on you yeah because it wouldn't matter what kind of seed yeah right? it did it could be good seed it could be bad seed you know <laughs> what i mean but it, you could throw some bad seed on some good ground and it's not going to grow you know and so i think of that well the bad seed on the good ground still will grow it'll just yeah, be bad a bad harvest right 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 if so you receive it yeah, <laughs> yeah so i think you know being able to realize and kind of identify what kind of ground you have you know are mm -hmm. you being is it a fertile ground to produce you know good good fruit and then i also think of like how when we're talking about it we think farmer right and so i think some people do not realize that we are all reaping and sowing yeah. you know and so yeah. like we were talking about it earlier but it, it's like you know you are it doesn't matter if you're doing it intentionally or not you are yeah. planting a seed and you're going to something is going to grow out of that whether you did it on purpose or not whether it was past trauma that wasn't your fault or it was something that you did intentionally yeah you know and so being able to identify that okay well these are a bunch of weeds let's say that have grown but i'm gonna have to uproot them to take them out of the ground and be able to plant new things um i think is the really cool part about it because i i think some of us don't see ourselves as farmers you know in that you know yeah. context but once we realize that no we do have the power to sow good seed to sow bad seed and we have to tend to it like a gardener or a farmer is really important yeah mm -hmm. I, I i like what you were stating there and i I don't know, in life I see myself as both, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, because uh, the first initial sower or first farmer, mm -hmm. per se, I feel like is my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, yeah. who's scattering right. the word or the seed. Yeah. And uh, in order for me um, to really, you know, even be saved, yeah. I, I feel like um, I had to receive that seed, that word of God uh, in my heart. Um, mm -hmm. And I know for years, like I knew about God, but really never had a relationship with him because I didn't have an open heart. And I, you know, when I read farming stuff, uh, I usually see they put compost in the ground. They do mm -hmm. all this stuff to make sure right. that the ground is receptive mm -hmm. to the seed so that they can have a harvest. Yeah. And but I also see myself as the farmer. 
you know, mm -hmm. once I've received that seed, I, I harvest tomatoes mm -hmm. uh, so that I can replant so someone else can have tomatoes too. Mm -hmm. And it's the, I feel like it's that cycle of life, yeah. you know, but I feel like sometimes we're trying to, when, when I look at my life, and I think I said this earlier, where I look at the harvest and a good sign that you're not harvesting uh, the spirit of God is that it's not reproducing the spirit of God. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, you know, and so what you have today um, you know, is what you've scattered or what you've received, uh, you know, yesterday and back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the beauty of the gospel is that there's good news, right? Yeah. <laughs> you can receive today this seed that will give you a different harvest yeah. and then you're uprooting and pulling, yeah. you know? So I think it's uh, important to see yourself as the ground and yeah. also... Yeah, um, I think I think you know? like what uh, Pastor Maggie was talking about, like, you know, in the flip side to where you're sowing seeds and you may not see the harvest of it. I think we have all been uh, given a seed that maybe we didn't tend to for a while. Yeah. And so I feel like sometimes ah, taking that good. time to say, mm -hmm. you know what, what seeds have been planted in my life throughout, you know, your journey yeah. of life and to say, man, this person sowed a seed of love. This person sowed a seed of, you know, and this yeah. whole journey of my life. And what have I done with that seed? And I feel like sometimes we can go, if we search for the seeds that people have planted in us, we can go and search them out and then really tend to them because it's like, wow, you know what? My father showed me patience and I mm. should really, really tend to that seed right now now because I was given that seed and you know because mm -hmm. I I do believe you have to kind of give honor where honors do of, of whatever journey of life you have maybe like for myself I have the youth pastors you know who were great youth pastors and they didn't get to see you know all of everything yeah. that you know God has done in my life now but I'm like man because of the seed that they sowed parents the yeah. way that they raise a child up and so it's like man you have seeds in your life that um have the potential to bear like tremendous fruit mm. um but sometimes we neglected that seed and so yeah. being yeah, able to identify it. them yeah, yeah. Mm. but then what do you think pastor taught i was just thinking about motive and the whole whole thing of seed because we talk about the seed that is planted especially as it relates to word of god being an incorruptible seed we think yeah. about the the ground in which we are whether we are able to produce that harvest that that seed was intended but also think about motive because many times when we when we think about motive, we're always thinking about um, I want, I'm trying to get something back for myself. And when a farmer sows seed, I've never seen a farmer go out and really plant a large garden for the sake of eating it all himself. Mm, you really know what good. I'm saying? Every time you you see these farmers that are that are farming, they're they're producing seed, they're they're sowing seed. To, g to gather a harvest in order for other people to eat from it. And whenever we get selfish, self-minded in our, in our sowing of seed, mm -hmm. and it's all about us, then we, we kind of block the level of harvest that we can, we can really have yeah. because it's going to spoil if it's not intended to bring light to our glory to God and bring harvest outside of ourselves. Mm -hmm. that's, that's really good. Yeah, it's that love thing, right? Because mm -hmm. uh, realistically, uh, uh, you know, when I, I think of bananas and they're like green, mm -hmm. you know, nobody really wants to eat that banana. Matter of fact, we say it's not ready. Mm -hmm. But the, the reality is that we're, I believe that the fruit that we bear not only blesses us, mm -hmm. but since we have freely received bananas give. you know i'm trying mm. to give like a practical since we have yeah. really give a bunch of bananas you're like i want to give you some of these but mm -hmm. the maturing yeah. part is really not as much for you as it is for you to reproduce correct uh that fruit mm -hmm. right because yeah. if i if i've received the mercy 
and uh, at the capacity that I've received mercy is that the capacity that I'm gonna spread mercy. Mm -hmm. And if we're not receiving mercy, it's hard for us to spread mm -hmm. that mercy because you haven't received it yourself. Mm -hmm. You don't mm -hmm. really know. That's why biblically it says that one who uh, has been forgiven much, mm -hmm. yeah. he just loves much, mm -hmm. right? He's just like, here, you can, <laughs> I'm just mm -hmm. gonna love you, I'm gonna serve you because he has an understanding of how much uh, God loves him and serves him and is patient with him and is merciful mm -hmm. with him and in your dumbest moments he gives you wisdom and you're just like you I'm just saying like yeah. because you see yourself I, I truly believe that a ground that is ready is a ground that's humble mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know pride a prideful ground will never receive a seed and yeah. it's a hard ground I, I believe that it, you have to have humility mm -hmm. or God has to like knock you on your behind yeah. to literally have yeah. you. That's what people say, hey, I hit the bottom. You know, I feel yeah. like at that mm -hmm. moment, <laughs> you mm -hmm. probably, you take a little advice. Some of us didn't follow yeah. it or cultivate it, mm -hmm. but we're willing at that moment. Like, can somebody get me out of this? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. uh, we just kind of shortchange it by yeah. not taking care of the seed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when you talk about that, something that you've always said is that there's a difference between knowing something and having knowledge of it, but actually cultivating that in your heart. And so when we talk about the soil, when Pastor Stephanie was talking, I had this picture in my head of yeah. you have organic fruit and harvest, but then you have processed, right? Okay. And so when you have the soil, we have um, pesticides, yeah. there's chemicals, farmers rush the process mm -hmm. to grow a fruit or a tree quicker quicker than it was intended to grow it's like steroids it's yeah. not a natural organic fruit or yeah. a vegetable this so when you bite oh, that's so, good. so when you bite it i'm excited about it what kind of fruit is the person receiving when they take a bite out of your fruit mm -hmm. yeah. because now if you're fake they're gonna die because it's not. Oh, no. It's in, not in Hispanic genuine. households. They got the plastic true. fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. They, they I got mean, them in the, in, the, in the white and black homes. They it's, got the plastic fruit. They yeah. look real good. You just can't eat them. <laughs> it's not genuine because of the place that it came from, the root that it came from. It one, it grew quicker than it was supposed yeah. to. And a lot of times, as Christians and non-Christians, but as believers, we want to rush that process. Yeah. And well, the yeah. reality is, there's times where we need to take so good. to grow organically, mm -hmm. and not be full of all of these hormones and these things that are not intended for us to grow at the well, pace God that's wants why us. that's why in Genesis chapter 8 it talks about um, as long as the earth remains seed time and harvest mm -hmm. will endure the reality is there's three three processes there's seed and then there's a time and there's a harvest if we're we're, we're trying to be so quick that we plant seed one day and we want an instant gratification for it mm -hmm. to pay off tomorrow mm -hmm. Then we we're gonna get that that um, what you call a steroid induced mm -hmm. fruit that causes long term negative effects. But if yeah. you give the word of God the proper time, mm -hmm. you're patient, and you don't faint, yeah. you'll reap a harvest. That, mm -hmm. that yeah, that and we expect fail. one seed to reproduce a thousand harvests. Mm. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, it can, as long as that seed is reproducing that seed. And mm -hmm. it, it's like building relationships and making disciples Facts. Yeah. Yeah. from one person to the next. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's I love really that good. you mentioned, you know, how the fruit is for other people. You know, everything, 
even though like he said we see ourselves as as being the ground we see ourselves being the mm-hmm. fruit and all of that but it's like man you know at the end of the day everything that we do every seed that we sow mm-hmm. every seed that's been sown into us is always ultimately for the glory of God mm-hmm. you know so whether yeah. you end up being you know super fruitful and you know now you're harvesting you know disciples and you know there's people who are surrendering their lives to Christ and all these things it's like if it goes if it doesn't go back to giving him glory mm-hmm. then you're still a bad tree you it know? comes back to motive it comes back because I was I was about to say second Corinthians 9 where it talks about he that uh, that we have um, he gives us his seed and it it is for the the, uh, the work of ministry. Yeah. He'll make all grace abound towards towards us for every good yeah. work of ministry. When he says that, if our motive is all about us, then when do we get the thirty? What what determines 30, the 60. thirty, sixty, yeah. and hundredfold? And I believe that that goes back to motive. What is what is the motive? What does God want to do through you in that moment? And if you have a selfish motive. Then you shouldn't expect a thirty, sixty, hundred fold return. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he will mm-hmm. give it to you based off what what brings him glory, yeah. what honors him, and what shows his light to him. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, that ground thing is just so important, right? Um, because I feel like I, I feel like those thirty, sixty, hundred fold. I feel like those things are like capacity, and at the depth that you know, I, I'm a firm believer that w- when we uh, you, you mentioned earlier, Pastor Megan, knowing about and knowing God, you know, knowing about and really knowing something. Mm-hmm. And I don't really think you know until you walk it yeah. out. Yeah. So uh, the depth of that seed and the capacity of that seed, uh, the reception of that seed, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. which we would call maturity, right? Yeah. Like sometimes uh, teachers say, hey, your child is at a third grade reading level if he's in the sixth grade. That what that's saying is his level of understanding and capacity mm-hmm. is not to the year that he is and I believe it's the same thing we only mature in Christ at the level that we're willing to walk by faith yeah. mm-hmm. the very things that he's saying to us and that's what gives us this spiritual maturity it's mm-hmm. not how much head knowledge because right. the Pharisees and the Sadducees these guys they knew the word they like they, yeah. they, they, they knew, knew. About, mm-hmm. they just they knew about yeah. they just were willing to live it out yeah. so in not living it out they would never truly know yeah. what Mm-hmm. It is like mm-hmm. what his presence is, or anything like that. You yeah. know. Go ahead. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. no. What you're gonna? No, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna go to commercial. Yeah. Let's go to commercial. We're gonna we'll take right a back. quick commercial break, and we'll we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. What's going on? Thanks for tuning in to this. It's always with fun hanging out with Paul you guys. Martinez, aka Doctor Love. Um, we it's are talking. Brave. <laughs> we are talking Megan. with yeah, Todd. Pastor Todd, Pastor Megan, yeah. um, about reaping and yeah. sowing. Right. Okay. Go ahead. Do you have something? No, you can start. Okay. So I had, you know, I think we talked about this earlier, and yes. it's just a complete polar opposite thought on the same topic. But if you remember the scripture where uh, he told, you know, he told, was talking about the Pharisee, and he says, uh, do as they say, but not as they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So their actions um, really was going to be deceiving and would create a sowing that would ruin their lives. Mm-hmm. So he, he so I feel like sometimes y- if you know this is the importance of knowing the spirit of God yeah. and knowing the word because yeah. you can hear a so, you know you ever heard people say that we laugh about it. I've said it I think in the past mm-hmm. sometime in my life, but I know I've said this and you say 
you know, I'm just good at giving advice. I just don't take my own advice, <laughs> you know? So even when I was, like, yeah, tripping, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like sometimes I gave, like, mm -hmm. pretty good advice. I was yeah. just tripping myself, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like there are things that you, you – the importance of also knowing what that seed looks like Mm -hmm. It's really important because there's different kind of seeds mm -hmm. and someone could be I feel like today in today's society We have a little bit of the Babylonian Empire uh, Discipling disciples mm -hmm. and so what I mean by that is that they thought they could do it without God yeah. But still achieve the things of God mm -hmm. and those are people who probably today uh, Are discipling but haven't really been discipled or haven't mm -hmm. don't don't live out the word or know the word or any of those things mm -hmm. They just think they could do it on their own strength. So they're yep. in church, but not in Christ and I think that's a big problem as well because sometimes we follow that. And then the ones who would be able to disciple you look crazy. You know, mm -hmm. so you have these two yep. sides of the coin. And so some people you have to be able to say, hey, that's, that's a good verse you're saying, but I'm not going to follow what you're doing mm -hmm. because you're going to lead me wrong because you don't live it yourself. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, a, that's an important thing mm -hmm. to know the character of God because in the character of God, these people probably looked apart. Like, you know, they, they just probably did, right? Like, mm -hmm. when we're saying he's, uh, it's a lie, it's deceptive. I know we're like, we think we're all that, and we're, no, like, a lie is deception. It's yeah. it's deceptive. So, obviously, if it's a lie and you get, get caught in a lie, like, you've been deceived. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times people have really good intentions. They've just been deceived, and it makes it hard for the side that does know the truth to really be able to disciple and say the yeah. truth. You get what I'm saying? Yep, so I yep. feel like you can, some people you just can't follow, but they might have good, mm, you know, the Pharisees probably said, well, he says it, listen mm -hmm. to what they say. So they're probably like, man, yeah. they, they know that verse or that context and that's good, mm -hmm. but they living, not living it. It's mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. behavior modification, not true change that you talk about. Come on, talk yeah. to me. Yeah, I mean, because you can have a behavior modification that is a temporary fix. Yeah, but it's not, yeah, it's not true change from the inside out. Yeah. I was uh, reading in Romans, and I think it's funny because the message Romans. translation sometimes is is <laughs> kind of more like casual, right? Like you're talking, right? But it, what yeah, you were nice. mentioning made, made me think of this. It's uh, 8, 5 through 8, where it says, Those who think they can do it on their own end up obsessed with measuring their own moral muscle. Moral muscle. Wow. I thought that it was interesting that it said moral muscle. But never get around to exercising it in real life. Those who trust God's actions in them find that God's spirit is in them, living and breathing God. Obsession with self in these matters is a dead end. Attention to God leads us out into the open, into a spacious, free life. Focusing on the self is the opposite of focusing on God. Anyone completely absorbed in self ignores God, ends up thinking more mm. about self than God. That person ignores who God is and what he is doing, and God isn't pleased at being ignored. Mm. So I'm like, man. Send me that verse later. That, that was just fire. <laughs> it, it just made a simple. It just made it, yeah, really yeah. simple. And it's just like, I thought it was interesting that it said the moral muscle, right? Because when you're talking about us kind of thinking that we're doing things on our, you know, our own oh, and no. only focusing on self, it goes back to what Pastor Megan was saying. It's like this premature fruit that looks appealing on the outside, but is mm. immature on the inside, right? And so, I mean, how it's many really of you, do, I don't know who goes grocery shopping, but how many hate, like, for example, <laughs> when you grab an avocado, you're like, oh, this is good, and then you open it, and it, it's hard as rotten. heck. It's not, or it's rotten. We're not gonna even give it that a pepper pan, but it know? deserves a pepper pan. <laughs> yeah, you know, and so it's like, all of that thinking, because we're thinking of ourselves, you're self-absorbed, you're thinking that, well, this looks good, like what Pastor Todd was saying, that, oh, the wrong motive, this is, this is what's gonna mm. appear mm -hmm. nice, or appear, 
um, attractive yeah. to other people. It's a and form it's like, of godliness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're so, denying the power thereof, right? Yeah. I, I, I like yeah. that. Yeah, and that is not a good feeling when no. you get that uh, fruit home or avocado and you yeah. thought... I've, you grab a bunch of oranges. bananas and then you're ready to like eat a banana. It's brown. No. Yeah. I didn't think, yeah. I didn't thought the orange was sweet and then the, everything was kind of dried out on the inside <laughs> and had no, no, no. I'm like, no. Yep. Yeah, man. That's good stuff. Well, you know, it's it's amazing when when Jesus is getting ready to go to the to Jerusalem to uh, be crucified and and he he uh, comes up on the fig tree, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the fig tree has no, it's green on the outside but has no fruit. And all of a sudden he curses it. I always flip that around because we often like to, in that moment, I've often liked to look at Jesus as a person that comes up on me and how he sees me. Mm. Because when Jesus walks away, he not only curses the tree, he says, may you never bear fruit again. Yeah. And sometimes when people come up to us, we look green because we go into church and we got all the nice stuff, but because we're not producing the fruit yeah. that they are able to eat from. We're not releasing that seed. They're not able to re- receive it, and they're not able to grow from it. They curse not only us, but they curse the God we say we serve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they walk away from us. They don't want to hear any more testimony about Jesus. And then they don't want to not only hear from us, but they don't. They they label every Christian based off how we live. Yep. And so we got to be careful about really the seeds good. that we are allowing to fall from us. Or yeah. not fall from us because because yeah. people are affected. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Uh, I was looking at this thing, you know, because it talks about sowing uh, to please the flesh, and the mm-hmm. uh, from the flesh you'll reap destruction, and whoever sows to please the spirit, um, the spirit will reap eternal life, which is what we want. And there was this little side note here when we're selfish, proud, unjust, sinful, and trusting in our own ability or worth to save us, we're sowing to the flesh. Yeah. And, but when we're selfish, generous, selfless, uh, generous, kind, and depending on God's provision and salvation, we're sowing to the Spirit mm-hmm. and eternal life, which is good because I feel like sometimes we take these verses and we do uh, almost personalize it and Americanize it and make it of this earth. But I feel like everything Jesus says in the natural mm-hmm. is always to show us something in the spiritual, mm-hmm. even though it manifests mm-hmm. heaven mm-hmm. manifests mm-hmm. you know so they they both play a play mm-hmm. they, yeah. they both like serve yeah. each other yeah. and I, mm-hmm. I i think that's important to know that because you will never really make a disciple accurately if you have not submitted to the lordship of jesus christ because it's in that lordship again i feel like everything just rests on that i feel yeah. like the sunday was beautiful right because i was telling you like i felt like we saw the Bible come to life without saying, hey, say that Jesus died on the cross. and mm-hmm. Like, literally, what was happening was in their heart, they were like, oh, it felt like they were like, mm-hmm. I'm a sinner yeah. without yeah. saying, you know, I'm sorry, Lord. And I mean, they're just shouting this and crying. And they're like, you are Lord of my life. I mm-hmm. submit to you. So out of the abundance, you know, the mouth, the heart speaks, and I felt like they were confessing what was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I was just, I don't know. This is a thing where you just, I wanted that every day. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I wanted it every day because it's so beautiful to see someone have that encounter with God, be led by God, to believe in their heart and confess with their mouth yeah. that He's Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But you also have to understand that as senior pastor of Get Wrapped Church, that you have been scattering that seed. And what you saw on Sunday was a harvest of what you have been doing in your private time Mm -hmm. and with the Lord is scattering that and you're now seeing it manifest itself in the people yeah without them being urged to do it that it's just Mm -hmm. coming from their heart yeah and i I don't know there's there's a part of me like you know through time the lord is blessed to kind of be able to go out and stuff like that and i feel like one day the lord said this to me and uh it was because sometimes people oh god sometimes and, and you know i'm trying to say this in love and 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 in grace but and and they're all good when when we go out and you know there's a big harvest and people get saved but i've seen like heathens kind of do that and still get that and i felt like the lord said to me one time he said juan the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness Mm -hmm. gentleness and Mm self-control that's the fruit now good deeds fruits um, that you see come out of a relationship. So you can go and all these people could get healed, delivered, saved, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's not my fruit. Yeah. That's that's really, because that's his fruits. Mm-hmm. Basically, he saved them, he delivered them, and he healed them. We come back and we're like, look at my fruit. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a problem mm-hmm. with sometimes that because that's, that's his good. fruit. And I feel like, Yes, we're saying yes, and, but we're just kind of like the delivery person. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, all we're doing is delivery boy. We're like, here's the pizza. <laughs> you know, eat the pizza. And you said, ooh, that was good. We're like, this guy made it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And that's why all the parts of the body are so important. Yes. Because, you know, he gave some to be apostles, evangelists, yes. preachers, yes. teachers, prophets for the work of the ministry, for the building up of the, of the saints. Uh, here's the thing. you have We have that moment on Sunday, and people have that encounter and the Bible says in Matthew 13 how when the seed is sown, immediately the, the ravens come and mm-hmm. pluck up that seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with the apostolic ministry that you walk in and that authority that you walked in Sunday and was able to bring people to that moment of conviction, of, of, of repentance and wanting Christ, mm-hmm. now it calls for us as the body to come back along mm-hmm. alongside of them and say that just can't be a moment. Right. That's really good. And, and shoo away the birds that's trying to take. Mm-hmm. As soon as they go home, they're gonna be met with a husband to ask for food. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be met, met with children to ask, and it's gonna drugs, try to, alcohol, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. They're gonna try pluck to. It it's, it's gonna try to pluck up that seed, and unless we continue to cultivate those yep. seeds that yep. you, that have been sown, yeah, it's for naught. That's yeah, exactly that's really what good. came to mind, you know, because even though we're talking about uh, reaping and sowing, it doesn't stop at just having a great harvest. Mm-hmm. I think I've mentioned this before to where it's like farmers have to be prepared mm-hmm. to, you know, For pick the up the harvest mm-hmm. and then what to do with it. So they Facts. have to prepare in the sense of manpower, of labor. They have to prepare in machinery, right? What are the tools that we need to package these things to help, you know, these now like fruit that is coming out Facts. to keep it fresh, to keep it you know still being of nutritional value right because it it does no good to have a great harvest and then all of it die on the field because you weren't prepared to then tend to that fruit you know Mm -hmm. and so i feel like being able to be prepared for that continued process of discipleship is so huge right because you don't know who you encounter and like pastor megan you were mentioning as as senior pastor as people who lead others it's like you don't know the seeds that um have been planted in somebody else's life whenever you meet them right and so it's like okay what are we going to do with that we need to be prepared so that we can further that person's growth or the false seeds that exactly so that you can continue that process because it Mm -hmm. doesn't just stop at you know the Mm -hmm. sowing of the seed or the harvest 
That's that's really good. And you know what? I'm gonna, we're gonna go to a commercial break. We'll come right back. I wanted to share a story about a farmer I met, and so we'll be right back. Stick around. <laughs> Y'all <Yo>, crazy. <laughs> Welcome oh, we, back. We're back. We, we went into like a. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, they had a spasm going, spasm going on. Hey, you know, hey, listen, we laugh hard and often. That's all I can say. Hey, so, okay. Uh, you know, I was praying one time, and, uh, you know, God has just blessed me. Uh, I, I'm, and then this is going to sound a little African, but I mean, I feel like in my prayer life, what I've prayed for, God has always met that need. And one time I was like, I just I just kept reading about you know reaping and sowing and I was like I want to meet a farmer, mm-hmm. and like boom I'm at four in the morning in Wisconsin you know mm-hmm. tractor you know I'm gonna drive the tractor everything I got to drive a tractor I don't know that's on those I was in Wisconsin <laughs> and the cheese curds I don't know if that's a Wisconsin accent <laughs> no. but the cheese curds is accurate yeah, yeah, yeah. and so and they're really good by the way and I so remember. yeah oh yeah 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 we had some. Man, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, we um, were out there, and this farmer, you know, he gets up bright and early in the morning. He, um, We were talking in, like, a setting because we were, like, you know, obviously some of y'all were like, what happened in Wisconsin? Well, the mm-hmm. place we were going to do it at, the wife and the husband both got cancer at the same time, and so mm-hmm. we just decided mm-hmm. to kind of move on, mm-hmm. uh, which was crazy, but they both uh, got cancer, and so... Uh-huh. Um, what, but when we were there, we had this meeting and we were trying to, uh, see how we were going to plan an event (laughs) and, uh, we would say this date and they would go, nah, and this date, nah, and this date. And then I'm like, y'all don't have no time to do nothing. That's why y'all don't have a harvest. He's like, well, actually he's like, the reason why we can't do those Mm -hmm. dates is because harvest time, if we don't, he's like, it's the hardest time to work. You would think it's when you're Mm -hmm. breaking the ground. He's like, it's the hardest time because we need all hands. See, one guy can go out there, two guys, or a machine can go and scatter the seed. But during harvest time, it takes every single hand Mm. to go out there and pick up the harvest. Mm -hmm. Because if not, either the rain drought would take it or the insects. Mm. They destroy the harvest. And it's kind of what you were saying with the plucking of the thing, you know, Mm -hmm. because it would come and take it. Yeah. Um, And it's exactly what happens in real life harvest time they're like Mm -hmm. so they're like during this time everybody he said my whole house my kids my wife uh, i'm like everybody he's like Mm -hmm. every neighbor if you (laughs) if y'all are in this town we out there picking up the harvest and i'm like wow what a principle of the body Mm -hmm. because this is the body of farmers (laughs) we're talking body of christ what if we thought the same way and was like yo Mm -hmm. we're in this harvest time so not only do we got to get ready pre to scatter the seeds there also has to be teams that are willing to go let's pick this up before the enemy takes them back Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we want a lot of times we want the we want the the promise of harvest but we won't want the responsibility of harvest you know what i'm saying we we won't want the responsibility it takes to continue to walk with somebody continue to do life with them and what what about when it start when it's the middle of harvest and it starts raining? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does the start does the harvest stop because mm-hmm. it's a bad day outside? And many times we we have these bad moments with people that we are discipling that we're walking with, and then we say, okay, so well, we just we just let them go. Mm-hmm. Well, the harvest doesn't stop just because oh, no. they had a bad day. They probably like, yo, we gotta get out there. It's raining. Yeah, even yeah, yeah. More, even more. Because yeah, yeah. if not, they, you lose. Th- could you think like? Because obviously we had conversations about this, and he's like, 
because I'm like, man, but you can't take a day off because I'm coming from the city and I don't understand. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and I, I actually told him, I prayed for this. And he's like just walking with me, what he does in the morning, what this does, what that mm-hmm. does. And there's such step by step. We mm-hmm. like to skip steps. You know, with them, they have steps. Yeah. And you can't skip a step and you can't mm-hmm. change the order either. Yeah. Like, this is how it happens. Mm-hmm. And he's like, could you imagine if we've worked this whole season to get this crop and we don't go pick it up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all that work, mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't matter. You could have this great season of, man, we're tilling the ground, yeah. we're scattering the seed, and you know, you're in months mm-hmm. of labor, right? And you're tired, and all of a sudden it's growing mm-hmm. back out mm-hmm. to grab it, or you know, all that gone, it's mm-hmm. almost in vain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it ain't that the harvest is not going to come. It's what you're going to do with the harvest when yeah. it comes. And mm-hmm. is everybody yeah. ready to go together mm-hmm. to pick up this harvest? I think it's just a, even if you look at it from your home, you could, you could take that just in your house yeah. Yeah. as a husband and a wife and a son. And you're having conversations of what you're scattering and what you're expecting. And mm-hmm. in that whole house, if everybody's not ready, you might lose the harvest as well. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. So you could look at that just a, from a personal place as a family. Yeah. Obviously, that's how God intended it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. we carry that over to the church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if most of the things that are not happening in the church is because they're not happening in our homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we thought that way, like, hey, Ruthie, hey, this is what's coming so we got to be ready we're going to work harder right here yeah it would probably change the dynamic of most homes mm-hmm. and the whole family would feel like a team right because mm-hmm. yeah. they're in it too they're like yeah we're gonna and then when you go to that vacation you give them a high five and you go that was because of the <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm just saying it's it's a, it's a true statement they would probably appreciate it and understand wow okay dad sat down dad and mom they kind of figured yeah. this out and it all came together i don't yeah. know i just think that you know, i got a question and a statement i guess the question would be have we missed uh, recognizing what the harvest looks like? Did we miss a lot of harvest mm. because we, we're expecting the harvest to be, when we say harvest, we, we think, okay, my money is coming in or my blessing is coming in and all this. But sometimes a harvest of souls comes in looking like drunks. Sometimes a harvest of souls comes in looking like a broken marriage. Sure. And are we willing to put in the work in order to you know, in order so that that harvest can be brought in, or are yeah. we just, are we too lazy to do it? Yeah, and you know, I don't know. I, I Even that part, I feel like sometimes, um, sometimes because I see y'all, and I see how hard y'all work, and I see how much you scatter seed, and I feel like sometimes um, it goes back to the ground. Because mm-hmm. sometimes uh, those people will come in, uh, but they don't want to receive it. Mm-hmm. And there's no farmer that can make a ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can till that ground. You can do everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you've dealt with people like this. They're like, I want to change. And you're like, great. Yeah. Let's start walking. And you're trying to till that ground. And you're trying to like, here, take mm-hmm. the seed. Mm-hmm. And they're spitting it back out. Mm-hmm. Take the seed. You know, and mm-hmm. there's no yep. farmer. I've never seen a farmer looking at a ground. Not even that guy. He's mm-hmm. just He does everything to the ground to make sure that the ground is receptive. So yeah. maybe, mm-hmm. you know, that's a point probably there that we got to mm-hmm. kind of look mm-hmm. at. Mm-hmm. But... Then it's up yeah. to the ground to really to receive. receive that seed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in pregnancy, I think it's the same for a woman. Uh, the womb part, right? It's that mm-hmm. the reception of that seed that gives birth to a baby. And Fertility, if, for, you know. Yeah, yeah. It has to be fertile. Fertile. Yeah, and and what else is crazy with that too? What you said to follow up on what Pastor Juan said. Um, you have the farmer in Wisconsin that prepares. They plan. They have their calendar. Oh yeah, they have a calendar. But they have no control over natural disasters. 
that come. So if there's it's a really hurricane, good. if mm-hmm. there's a tornado, if there's an unexpected storm that's going to come and it's going to flood, well, everything that they have prepared for is literally going to be destroyed and there is absolutely nothing that they can do about it. So the question is the same is true in our natural lives. When we have our plan and things are well and then a kid gets diagnosed with cancer yeah. and now you have to quit your job or you lose your job and now your whole entire life changes, there is a purpose in that process that may be causing you to mature in that moment mm. to prepare you for the growth of the seed that God's planting in you, but it's a different seed. Ooh, it's getting deep. And so with that, I heard this story, if I may real quick, of a dad who had a little girl and she started saving money in her piggy bank since mm-hmm. she was little. Yeah. And the dad really felt it important to instill in his daughter the importance of saving money that when you invest, that it can actually make interest for itself and work for you. Yeah. And so this whole time she's growing up, she finally gets old enough to open a bank account. So dad takes her to the bank, takes her piggy bank, and she's standing there and she's so excited because she's like, I'm finally going to get to put my money in the bank and I'm going to see an investment. So the lady and the dad knew what he was doing. The lady takes her money, puts it in the bank account, and she stands there and she's giving her the receipt. And the clerk looks at the girl and says, is there something else I can help you with? And the little girl looks at her and she says, I'm waiting for my, I'm waiting for my interest. Where's my interest? (laughs) Just that quick. And the bank teller said, well, honey, that takes time. It takes months and Mm -hmm. years for you to go interest off of this amount. Mm -hmm. And the dad, his whole point was to teach her the lesson that there's things that take time that we have to mature and it takes a while for it to grow. Mm -hmm. And are you willing to wait for that and not Mm -hmm. touch that for the next 20 years Mm -hmm. to be able to get your your Mm -hmm. investment? It's really good. Mm -hmm. It's really good. I think... um, when we're talking about all of this and we're I guess we're also kind of talking about in general as from different viewpoints right yeah. as the ground as the tree yeah, like as the, you know as a farmer all this yeah um, I think it's not a coincidence in James you know we know this one about teachers right mm. <clears throat> in James 3 it says not many of you should become teachers my fellow believers because you know that we who teach will be judged more mm-hmm. strictly we all stumble in many ways anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect able to keep their whole body in check you know and so i think from a from like a teacher and a leader side you know i think it is important for us to see what what has been cultivating in our lives right because mm-hmm. i think you were talking about it before we, uh, we don't know who we encounter but they could have you know seeds of trauma seeds of bitterness seeds of resentment mm-hmm. and things like that to where it's like man if you're teaching if now you're harvesting and you're you know discipling and walking with people who have maybe seeds of unforgiveness or seeds of anger and things like that you know as a teacher as someone who's accountable to what you're sowing into somebody else's life mm-hmm. how much more should we really value and take care of like the words that we say to them the direction that we lead them and you know and it, the kind of like the instructions that you help them yeah. to lay out in their step-by-step life you That's know really because good. sometimes people who um are so flippant in what they say and what they speak, right? Because yeah. now we have They're access loose. to everything, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I can put a YouTube video up or, a, you know, a social media clip and you just automatically get over 100 views, which in, in normal life, you don't just naturally walk up to a room of 100 people mm-hmm. and they're going to listen to you, right? And so as people who um, teach and people who lead, mm-hmm. more so should you have that responsibility of like, okay, what am I going to sow? What are the words that I'm going to sow into these people's lives? What are the 
maybe even with our actions like we were talking about at the very beginning our lives in themselves are example of the fruit that we have you know and so much more weight we should have as teachers as leaders to be careful of what we sow and how our fruit reflects for other people to then follow as an example yeah that's good mm-hmm. that's really good yeah. what do you think everybody's got had the, the moment. <laughs> well, I, 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 I love that, and, and I think if I can combine the two statements that were made, you were talking about the trauma that has happened in your life and how it was a seed for later, uh, you know, bringing about uh, understanding of, about God that you didn't have before. Mm-hmm. And and I think even though, even your, even your scars itself can be seeds for other people. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus came into the room with his disciples uh, when Thomas was saying, "Unless I see the, you know, the nail prints in his hand mm. and the and the spear in his print in his side, I will not believe." And at the moment he comes in, and he shows his scars. Jesus shows his scars, and it causes Thomas to believe. Mm. Mm. So is that is that same with us? Can we also, you know, there are some scars that we've had in our lives, some some hurtful moments, and some moments that we didn't have it all together. If we can be vulnerable enough to show them mm-hmm. you know where yeah. we came from mm-hmm. that we didn't always have it together but this is but these are my scars but I'm still yeah. here then it can give somebody else hope because the testimony of Jesus is spirit of prophecy mm-hmm. so what God did for me he can also do for you yeah that's yeah, really good yeah I think that's important I have a question for you Pastor Juan oh. um, maybe there's people listening right and they don't know or they've now identified that they have been you know, sowing seeds of, you know, negativity or sowing seeds of anxiety, anger, bitterness, all these different things. Mm -hmm. And so what advice would you give them to start this process of uprooting things and then replanting good seeds? Well, first I would find someone. So let's say I was that person that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I would find me a Pastor Todd, someone who has some biblical knowledge um, and I see fruit on his life, right? Yep. So the, the evidence of a tree is the fruit that it bears. I mean, you could say all you want, but the fruit that it bears. So if I, I'm going to allow him in my life as I'm building this relationship of connection to see and say, hey, point something out of me that you see. And if he says, hey, you're impatient in this, right. um, I'm going to take some instruction and become a <laughs> learner without knowing anything. Mm-hmm. You almost got to know nothing mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. because most of the things even that we operate in today we think are true might come from a lie because mm-hmm. the truth that you believe and that you embrace mm-hmm. is the reality that you live. Yeah. Uh, the sign is the fruit that you have. So if you look at your fruit and you don't like it, you're probably operating out of a lie. That's good. If you look at your fruit and you, you, know, you should see some of these things that you're like, this is what I want. That's what would let you know what your source is mm-hmm. and that's the advice i would give find someone to come under mm-hmm. and say hey take a look at my heart this yeah. is and, but but be yeah. real be yeah. real <laughs> you with me that's, good. that's, that's good. a good answer thank you guys for uh joining yeah. us go ahead. yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited i'm excited jesus commanded us to go and make disciples we passionately pursue the commission to follow jesus the model of jesus go into the world and share the gospel in all communities and prisons across the world thank you guys for tuning in thank you pastor todd and uh, pastor megan for joining us Juan sure martinez from this is real and i'm stephanie rave and we're so glad you joined us if you enjoyed the show be sure to like share and subscribe and turn on your notification bell so you 
you get notified every single time we have a new episode. And don't forget, in Houston, Texas, on 100.7 FM, every single Saturday night, we're on the airwaves from 6.30 to 7.30, man, with real people, real problems, real solutions. The show is rocking. Amen. But not only that, not only is the show rocking, we're also reaching 53 cities 51 state and county jails and prisons and what we're doing is we're bringing the word to them we're bringing them some laughter fire. and some good times and some fire Amen. and so uh for that we need some partners so if you want to partner with us please click on the link below and don't forget to follow us on social media hashtag this is real or on any other platforms pastor juan martinez hey that's a wrap peace